Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. This is it. This is for all the chips. Work for championship. No, we just so better than this. Just sit and relax a bit. We're talking the passive blitz. We're talking the jump and switch. We're talking the pitch and miss. Clean space, kick space. You come to the right place. Beat bait. I don't need to see other shows. I'm straight. Cause they're not impressing me. I tune into Legacy. Legacy. Fourth and goal and on the road. Legacy. Down three, three seconds to go. Legacy. Two out, bases loaded. Legacy. It's not a mystery, you're tuning to Legacy. Check the flag on the final lap. Legacy. Twelfth round, who gets in the match? Legacy. You want a legacy? You build a legacy. Broadcasting live right now so the whole world can see. Now, the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast. Welcome, everybody. We about to get this bad boy started. Here are your hosts, Darrell Owens and Jay Quimby. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 302 here of the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. It is an honor, once again, ladies and gentlemen, to be graced in your presence, and we are ready to bring the heat. We've got another... We've got another great show for you. We got a lot to talk about. A lot of things have happened over the last, uh, you know, last week. Plus, you know, some things we didn't get a chance to talk about last week. We want to kind of bring up as well. We're going to give you our recap of last week's uh, games as well. Also, we're going to um, give you our predictions again for the up and coming week, and then of course cash or, <laughs> and then of course cash or trash. You all right over there, Jay? Uh-uh. No, not at all. Uh, all right. So yeah, once again, we want to thank everybody for being with us, uh, Jay. Uh, how's everything going? It's Christmas time. It's going. <laughs> in this in this city, we are a couple days away. Uh, real quick, want to give a quick early birthday shout out to our girl, Kyla Quimby. What's up, baby girl? Going to turn twenty one. So, uh, happy birthday to my goddaughter. And I know, obviously, Jay's uh, baby girl. So, happy birthday, Kyla. Ah, happy birthday, sweetie. The girl that saved my life, to be honest. I mean, my friends wouldn't trust me with a dead goldfish at that time, and I had a daughter. Sheesh. Um, what? I'm being honest. <laughs> wouldn't trust her with a dead goldfish at the time. Bad deal. What? <laughs> no, seriously. Changed my entire world, gave me a new perspective, and just made me a better human being 100%. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll they will do that to you. Um, they don't realize it. They don't realize it. Most 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 times, kids will change your life, and then they don't even realize how much they change your life. Sometimes good, for most time, majority of the time good. Sometimes and sometimes in a negative light, yeah, but, but you know, you know, it's And you know, as much as she wanted to deny it, definitely. Uh, a yeah, I wanted a mini me in looks. Not an yeah. attitude. Well, guess what? You got both. <laughs> yeah, you got a little bit of everything going on there, buddy. A little bit of everything. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, that. A lot of bit. A lot of bit. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, we're gonna go Let's ahead and get, get we're gonna get this thing uh, started, but. Unfortunately, uh, and me and Jay used to talk about this all last year. It seems like we start off with some somber news. Uh, we were ready for a very energetic st- show to get this thing started, but we do have to report um, some very sad, sad and somber news. Uh, NFL legend, uh, Pittsburgh Steeler legend, NFL Hall of Famer Franco Harris passed away. Uh, I may, I believe it was early this morning. It was at least when the news broke, so I don't have a confirmation on the exact time, but um, it, it is extremely extremely sad i'm I'm blown away and shocked by the news 
uh you know but with that being said before we get into it let's look at the greatest play uh and in, in, in nfl history last chance for the steelers bradshaw trying to get away and his pass is broken up by tatum tipped off Michael harris has it and he's over Let's watch one this million again. to one odds on this one. Craziness, um, Jay. Your thoughts on you know, you know, oh. Franco Harris, the player, and obviously, people talk about this being the greatest play in NFL history. It's definitely in the top five. There may be some other people that have different opinions on that. But what are your thoughts on uh, the legend that is Franco Harris? Um, very, very. I mean, of the cast of characters that was there at that time. I mean, probably between him and Swan are the most soft-spoken, humble guys. I mean, Green Joe Green was, you know, he was a massive presence, but, you know, had a heart of gold. Love, but Franco was just always there. He was always a student of the game, even after his time, because he would talk to the different running backs that would come into Pittsburgh and mentor them. And, I mean, look at people, you know, that slept on like Le'Veon Bell and um, James Conner come in. He really helped them to understand that catching the ball is just as important as running it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's a somber day. I mean, we, we, we were two days away from them, you know, honoring um, 50 Franco. years. Yeah. Not my fault. Three days away. Three, 50 years from the, from the great, one of the greatest catches in the NFL. Yeah, if, if it not was December days. 23rd. So yeah. yeah and then, it's crazy. Well, okay, yeah. So it was the twenty third, but uh, three days away from them honoring him for it, and it's 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 really it's I don't know. It's just it's just a, you. See, it's one of those things in life that just kind of happens, and you're like, man, that's well, a terrible timing, you know. Uh, it, it ter- it's always terrible timing, but I mean, anytime and a life or and a legacy comes to an end, mm-hmm. it, it's always a terrible time. But I mean, right. they're uh, gonna retire the number twenty three from the Steelers and uh you know do a halftime celebration and i'm sure they're gonna keep with it because it's what he would want you know to be honest didn't know him personally but you know being a man and knowing if you left that legacy you don't you want people to celebrate your life not more yeah i mean it is is definitely a somber time i know pittsburgh fans uh definitely going through it right now and i know i heard i think i saw on twitter one of pittsburgh fans like man it feels like every year we're losing a legend on the pittsburgh side of things they've lost they they felt like they've lost one like every year uh and it's you know it's so it's, when you got a legend out of every year starting with 1970 and coming back to you know the early 90s I know it sucks, but I mean, you got a lot of damn legends, guys. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh, if anybody's got a lot of legends, like you said, it's definitely the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, we want to pray for Franco Harris and his family. Uh, it's going to be a tough time. And Christmas Christmas time, you know, with this happening, is definitely not going to make anything, you know, better for uh, the family. So we, we pray for him, man. It's, it's, it's a really tough deal. Really tough deal. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we will also now move on to the next topic, and this one's a little bit more of a happier topic. Argentina wins the two uh, twenty. That was in the two twenty two. Hilarious. The two thousand twenty two World Cup in Qatar. 
Messi finally gets the World Cup that he was uh, alluded. Uh, big, you know, Jay, a lot of people are calling this the best soccer game they've ever seen. I watched, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you until I watched the entire game, but I was peeking back and forth because I was running around and the energy level in there, uh, you know, the way it went it was down, just, <laughs> craziness, yeah. right? Um, I, I, you know, I was same way as you going back and forth. I'm not a huge football fan, of, uh, you know, the pond football, as I'll call it. Um, just because, you know, if you're at a game that's live, it's different that you can feed off other people's energy. You sit at home on the couch watching it, you're feeding off the couch's energy. You know, yeah, I, it, it's never been for me. The only time I've ever been able to watch, like, truly watch soccer, like, you maybe like beginning to end is when World Cup is on. Like, for me, I've always like, okay, World Cup, let's go. Because it's like, you know, your nation, if your nation's in there, you're, you're, you're rooting hard for your nation until yeah. they're out. Uh, and it's always kind of fun to see which country is going to pull off, you know, the uh, Cinderella run. Yeah. You know, uh, Morocco had a nice little run this time around the first African, uh, uh, African team to make it to the semifinals. Uh, a lot of people were rooting for them against France, but uh, and and I was telling uh, Russ, our you know stat man here on the network, I, I'm not even going to destroy my man's name, but uh, Mbe Mpe, I'll just leave it at that. The, I, as I this this is what I call told Russ the French sensation. So I'm gonna call him that while we're doing okay. this. Yeah. So the French the French sensation uh, just showed off throughout this tournament, and in this championship game when they needed him the most, he came through unfortunately it just wasn't enough which is crazy because he had a hat trick it's only the hat trick has only happened twice before this in the finals one on the women's side and that was carly lloyd uh back in 2015 and there was a gentleman back in 1966 that also did it and so i look at it and say like was it pele i don't i don't think it was pele it was it was a name i never I heard of. i think it was somebody from england i don't give me the lion i remember hearing it as a that's a very interesting oh, no, thing but uh, you know I'm I'm happy because I mean for for Messi to get it at our age. Yes, at our age, it's okay to say that. It's, it's okay to say that. It, it shows truly that you never give up on your dream because you know dreams are motivation that become realization if you put the work in. Yeah, and and watching it, you know, Messi. You know, scored a big goal. I think I mean, he might have scored two goals in that game. I, I I don't remember in particular, but I do remember knowing like when it was like going in the in the extra time, and I'm like, man, it's two to two. I think Argentina messed this thing up. And then you know, Messi scores a goal to give him the lead. And I'm like, it's over. Yep. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I turned away for a little bit. And next thing you know, I heard I I was doing something that said shootout. I'm like shootout. Wait a minute, Messi just scored the goal to give him the game. No, 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 not at all. You know, uh, the French sensation, because uh, I'm not going to destroy his last name, uh, went out there and he had he had the hat trick, uh, and then they end up losing in um in, in the shootout. So, uh, congratulations to Argentina, Argentina, man. But the energy level, uh, in that um in that uh, arena was amazing. That stadium was rocking. Did um, you, you happen to see uh, when he got home? It the the crowd of people. It's crazy outside his house crazy was insane it was crazy I, I said the energy level was through the roof so uh congratulations to Ar argentina i think the last time argentina won it was 1986 if i'm not mistaken i was 
a strong two years old. Uh, but I think that was the last time that they won uh, the World Cup. So, and I think this is their third World Cup, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, and like I said, I'm not stat man, so this is me uh, trying to pull it off the top to of my honest, head. I mean, like, like I'm uh, a fair weather fan, like you, and do the same stuff. Yeah, you know? so I, I'll be as honest with you as possible. But the only things I know is U.S. soccer, yeah. and <laughs> I did see something where uh, uh, Lexi Lamas, remember him? Yeah. Him and another colleague went because um, guitar is where it was. Hot. And, huh? Hot. Well, hot, <laughs> but they went and they went into one of the shops and they had the customary. I don't know what it's called because I couldn't say it even after I watched the video like four times. Understood. One of the one of the dresses um, made with the hat piece and all that stuff. And, you know, when when they were making uh, Lexi's. He's like, have you guys ever made one of these for a ginger this tall? <laughs> it was great. Because oh, he was hilarious. like two foot taller than everybody else. And the guys in the shop, they made it, put it on. And, I mean, they really they gave him glasses because they said sunglasses really put off. Your vibe, as we'll say, has a man because everybody wears pretty much the same thing. But your glasses say what uh, more about you. Right. And, I mean... I thought it was cool because they took the time to learn the culture. They wanted to make sure they didn't disrespect it. They were nice upon it. I mean, that's the only way to know your neighbors, to understand them, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, it was a beautiful facility that they built. I heard a lot of bad things coming out of about it. Crazy stuff. But um, <laughs> I mean, some... overall, the experience from what everybody said, was great over there. Hey, I, I'm just glad that the United States at least got out of the, the the group round and was able to get to the, the you know, the knockout round. So that part of it, you know, I would have liked to, them to at least make a little run like they did a couple, I think it was back in 2006, 14, I think 14, they made a run um, and they got to the quarters and they everybody thought they had a chance to get to the semis and I think that they ended up losing then. So, but you know, I mean, it, it was cool. It was cool for a while. I, I enjoyed it, but you know, congratulations, uh, Argentina. My soccer peak will always be, you know, women's World Cup, or was it Olympics? I'm testing you. Chastain, goal. Chastain, uh, that was World Third. Cup. I think that was. Uh, I, I think that was like the 2000 World Cup, if I'm not mistaken. It was, and it, it that just that that energy that the. the the feel through it because it was almost a replay of 20 years before that mm -hmm. when U.S. hockey beat Russia. It's good times. It was good times. I mean, it was. I mean, there's still passion in sports. The, the the backstories, the build up to it is still there. Yeah. You know, uh, I've seen this week examples of great reporting on like the world cup stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but then that stuff that I've seen from my own team's um, press being mean to Giovanni Bernard. Did you see that stuff? That jank was crazy. I saw that. I like, why did they treat my man like that? And then, you know, they, it was wild. It's dirty. I mean, us as the press, we, I would have kicked him out. There, there's I, a way to do the job, but there's a way to be tactful and respectful as a human being. Yeah, they they disrespected my man about that. I saw that. I was like, wow, they let that fly? 
you know, but that's, you know, sometimes they can be obnoxious, man. And it's bad. I mean, I know we're a part of it, but it's still, it's like, it's, well, to me, I think you got to respect the, you know, the, the you got to know where the player, that man is at. I mean, yeah. you just can't, you know, bad communication, bad communication. I mean, give the man a day. People make mistakes. Yeah. I didn't see nobody grinding Brady for throwing the ball away how many times. Yeah, well, we all we know better than that. Brady will get him kicked out of writing altogether. <laughs> but I'm like I said, but what I don't care. I see the same player slash person there here or here. I don't give a shit. Treat yeah. everybody to the way you want to be treated, man. Come on. I understand that completely. Uh, so yeah. congratulations. Congratulations to Argentina getting the World Cup. The next World Cup, 2026 in the United States. Hoping to be able to cover one of those games because that's going to be amazing. So, But that's going to be all across the country. I, I don't know when the closest one will be to I was going to say, where are they going to do that at? I think Philly. Phil, I saw Philly. I saw Arizona is going to be one of them. LA is going to have a spot. New York definitely will have a spot. Chicago. Uh, I don't think DC has one, which you know the the arena in DC is not too sexy. So, uh, I, but I think Baltimore might. But there's going to be a couple spots, and I I want at least even if it's not the United States game, I want to do at least one game. That would be fun to just have just, that. So exactly that experience is priceless. Exactly. All right, next uh, hot topic here. Uh, oh man, the Phoenix Suns. Could you have a have a, a new worse owner pitcher? I wanted I wanted him to be happy. <laughs> I wanted him to be happy. Look how he happy he is. Like that's a Christmas card after 12 shots happy. <laughs> so uh Matt Ishba. I'm, I think I'm saying that right. Matt Ishba. My at Matt. We're gonna say Matt Ishba. I'm gonna leave it at that. So Matt Ishba will be the new uh Phoenix Suns owner. Um, you know, the incumbent um owner for the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> My goodness, this guy. Um, it was an absolute disaster. You know, we we talk a lot about how bad no. um <laughs> how bad Daniel Snyder was, or you know how bad his situation has been. Now we're well, we're not saying Matt is. That. Yes, we're Matt, Matt, Matt. Yeah, we're talking about Robert. I think it's Robert Shaver. Uh, I believe is the owner's name, and yeah, um, I think it's S A R V E R. So Shaver, Shaver, whatever. Say, uh. Never mind. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure he he can't even manage a Walmart now. No, well, you know, but this guy um, ends up having to sell the team for four billion dollars, um, which and, is a record now because which is now uh, which is now a record. Um, and, Two point three was what, what the Nets got sold for. Yeah, and it's like these sports franchises, the prices are going higher and higher and higher. Uh, TV deals are helping all that all that fun stuff out, but the price tag basically a, a license to print money. Um, you know, Darrell and I both had to look this guy up because he was part of the 2000 uh, Michigan State uh, championship team. Right. Didn't I had, like he made his money apparently in reality, which is awesome. Everybody, you start off with that dream, but um, and he bought the Mercury. And I mean, maybe this finally the Suns will win. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I'm looking at this and I say, like, maybe, the, the you know, the Suns have been good the last, what, two years, uh, making the NBA Finals in one. They were the number one seed last year. They've gotten closer and closer, Jay, but they haven't quite haven't quite gotten where, I guess, like, you know, where they, you know, truly, you know, wanted to be. Uh, and they've had this thing lingering over their head uh, now for a hot minute. You know, having to deal with the whole situation—it's it's been absolutely crazy. Dude, um, 
I don't know, man. It's been crazy. Oh no, I read the thing where that guy what that guy said about when he hired the the one coach over Dan Marley. Yeah. How he got teeth left. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it is it, is one crazy experience. I realize I really feel bad um yeah. uh, for, for the Phoenix Suns organization, man, because I'm I'm happy for him now, but at the time I felt really bad for him because I mean to be under a guy and I'll just read some of the stuff that they, the allegations Please. that that this guy had because I, I want to make sure I get it right. So um, this man had allegations of racism, uh, <laughs> misogyny with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, this is from ESPN, so I want to make sure they get credit for that. Uh, Seventeen-year tender as the owner of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, so um, you know, it, it, it's crazy. Um, Draymond it, it Green. This is. No. It says you. You say you know why does Draymond Green, Green get to run up the court and say the N word? Uh, Shaver, who is white, allegedly said repeatedly the N word several times in a row. You can't say that, Watson. Who uh, Watson? He said who is black and Hispanic. Told on um, Shav- Shaver or whatever his name is. Why Shaver? He said because Draymond Green says the N word. You can't can say that. Watson says again, and they kind of just go you know back and forth about like the type of uh, of you know craziness and like a lot of a lot of people uh within the organization that reported him and and how they were being treated and how like a lot of the people uh in within the organization were like this, you know this guy i mean they find him 10 million they suspend him for a season hence why everything happened but mm-hmm. he 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 is like if you took daniel snyder and donald trump and put them together Oh. No, because I I read <laughs> a little bit of the same stuff, but mm-hmm. the misogynistic stuff wasn't just to women or people of color. He literally would walk up to a, another dude and like just grab his junk. I've read a report of that. What? Like, or you know, you, we played sports. You get that smack on your butt from the coach. He yeah, give, he'd give a cup. He was he was On going the there. He was digging for gold, is what you were telling me. Yeah. I See, mean, that's that's crazy to me. That that's, instantly made me think about you know that Trump reference to the locker room talk. I've never been in a locker room where they talk like that or done shit like that. Yeah, no. man, that's wild. I mean, you know, they lost sponsorships over it. You know, PayPal was a big sponsor uh for them and they lost the PayPal sponsorship. Uh, it just it was it's a crazy timeline of things that was happening here over the last year. I'm just looking at this and it's you know, it's rough, uh, but I'm glad that the Suns organization finally has maybe a guy. You know, he's got Magic Johnson back, and as a former Michigan State guy, he, you know, he talks great mm-hmm. things of him. So we're going to see maybe a new day for the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury. And uh, uh, Coach, you know, Izzo, a guy that I absolutely love, have great respect for, even though, you know, he coached up north. Um has says he's going to definitely change the culture, change that team for the better. And I mean, let's see in five years, we'll talk about it and see what's up. Exactly. It, you know, getting, getting ringing endorsements for Tom Izzo and, and, and magic Johnson. Those are not two. Yes, they are Michigan guys, but that's not, that's two good people to have on your back. Absolutely. To have on your back. So hopefully the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury will be able to prosper from uh, their new owner. Now, speaking of the Phoenix Mercury, uh, Brittany Griner. We I know it's been a couple of weeks now. It's been a, uh, almost two weeks since Brittany Griner has returned home 
uh, to the United States. There's a lot of mixed reviews on Brittany Griner returning um, for multiple reasons. Uh, a lot of people wanted at home. Uh, you know, a lot of people were upset because, you know, oh, she didn't stand for the flag. And then, you know, it gets into a whole political realm. Then, of course, there's the whole issue with them not bringing the Marine home over Brittany Griner. Um, so, Jay, I just I, I kind of want your thoughts on this, because, I mean, we talked about before we went off on our four month uh, sabbatical. Um, we were talking a lot about the grinder situation because it was it was right deep into you know the mix. You know, the trial had just happened. Uh, you know, she gets sent in for the 900 years. I mean, just crazy stuff. Um, it, crazy but what stuff. are your thoughts on it? You, you know, you you broke the law, whatever, but you look at what they were doing to her. What I mean, I guess my stance is is if you're an American and you didn't do wrong and you're being held because the other country has a pissy match with your country mm -hmm. come on guys really yeah let's, i just not do this shit so here's the thing about this situation i i gotta this is my statement yes i am glad she's home she deserves she deserves to be home you know in my opinion i think you know you look at it in our in our eyes as americans because in america the thing that she got in trouble for is not a crime so in our eyes, in Americans' eyes, we're like, look, man, wait a minute. That's crazy. Now, also in a lot of Americans' eyes, like, wait a look. You knew you was in Russia. You yes. knew you were in another country. And you have to be aware of their laws. And I'm telling you right now, you know, Jay, if I'm going to Italy or, you know, Japan, I'm going to read up on things not to do there in Japan Bro, so I don't go to jail. So that's I like one of the main things I'm going to do. The, the United States of America, I read up. I mean, yeah. just because of the fact of what we might say is medicine, another country going to say, nope, nope, exactly. And we can't, you know, like different places in the world have different cultures. So I understood, you know, look, I'm not going to say she didn't deserve to go to jail. Obviously, in the United States terms, yes, we'd like that's crazy. Why well, I mean, they let people do that here. But. If you did the crime in another country, I understand it. Now, do I think the penalty was harsh? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just like to, it's like the equivalent of smoking a cigarette, in my opinion, and getting arrested for smoking a cigarette. And it's like, oh, OK, you get nine years in prison for smoking a cigarette. So it's like uh, I, I wasn't. Cool do you remember with that, but uh, it was like 20 years ago? The guy uh, went to Korea. I believe it was north. Mm -hmm. Which, first of all, you should know where the hell you're at. Yeah, I'm not doing that. The dude took a poster. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And he got detained. And then uh, they made a, it was a news thing doing their stuff like they did with this. Mm -hmm. And he got caned like 20 times for taking a poster. And then they finally released him. See, after, that... you know, almost killing him. And it, I, I could be just. But I remember, and then he got home and he ended up because the way he was treated and he, when he got home, mm -hmm. instead of going to hospital, I mean, they've done great with Brittany. They've kept her in quarantine when, and then watched her health because they didn't want that shock and awe. You come home, you can't do what Tony Stark did. I don't need an American cheeseburger and a press conference. <laughs> That's the way it works, you know? Yeah. I mean, the whole situation was crazy. And there's a lot of Americans that are upset about, you know, her coming home before the Marine. But this is what I have to say about that. I, I, I got to get this out there because it drives me insane. Look, we know that Russia had the advantage here. Oh, Russia yeah. had the advantage here. 
what in your right mind made you think that they were going to give you the Marine for the arms dealer? Because in the end, Russia was going to be fine without the arms dealer in their mind. But they knew that they could get him back because, you know, you know, the country was feeling pressure to bring Brittany home. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, the, the country was feeling pressure to bring Brittany home. And so they knew they had that in their favor. If I'm another country and I know I can give you a basketball player and I can get one of the most dangerous human beings alive back for the basketball player, I'm not going to trade you a Marine for the most dangerous guy. Well, I'm going to give you the basketball player. Like that's, I mean, exactly. That, that's, I, I don't have nothing against Brittany. I would love to see, I want to see, they, they, I would like to see them all home. I got to make sure I say that, but you know, that Marine's not coming home easily. He's going to get home, but it's, it's going to be way worse and they're going to ask for way more. What, they want us to give him El Chapo and uh, Jim up, find out where Jimmy Hoff is buried. That's going to be one of those things. I'm, I'm almost mean, 100% it's sure. It's insane, but you're 100% right because right now they're doing the stuff against Ukraine. And most of the time, I'm sorry if anybody is watching that we're talking about politics because I fucking hate mixing me too. Yeah, but, but I mean, this, 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 yeah, this, one's, this one's a little different. I but mean, they, it's... they got the stuff in, um, you know. Like Iran, we beat them. Thank God, I loved it. But the way they're treating their people, come on, come. Yeah, man, really? it gets. That's what I said. Like it gets, it gets a little bit crazy. But overall, with that being said, we're glad she's home. Pray and pray and pray that the Marine gets home, and you know anybody else that is you know uh, you know from our country that's uh, abroad uh, and in in prison. I guess I guess we can say for maybe in an American term, not just reasons. Uh, if you went over there and you oh. killed people, then that's on you, buddy. But if that's not the case and it's unjust reasons for our sake, I hope we're able to get those people home. I'm, I mean, remember when we were kids? Uh, I remember nobody would have known where Kuwait was until the war started. Right. And they were telling us, Mom, Mr. Graber uh, was my dad's teacher and my teacher in sixth grade. He's like, you know, if you stole a piece of candy over there, they'd chop your our hand off for stealing. Different places have different penalties, guys. Yeah, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to get my hand chopped off. That's crazy stuff right <laughs> no, there. But not for a piece of bubblelicious. <laughs> no, not at all. And not not worth it. It ain't and it ain't all that right. and ain't that bubblicious. All right. So that that is that is our top stories uh uh heading into um you know this Christmas weekend and things. We kind of wanted to get off and had a chance to talk about it. Like I said, me and Jay are doing a lot of catching up. So that was an interesting one. But with that being said, let's go ahead and talk some NFL football. We've got to get into our recap for week 15 jay week 15 was a uh, show yeah it was it was definitely a, a a fun one we'll say um but we'll go over some of the games here and then we'll hit our predictions because uh, we got uh, another great week of football ahead of us the playoff race is tightening just a lot of um a lot of crazy scenarios starting to pop up and there's a lot of teams that are not out there are there's some teams that are still in it it's you know there's still <laughs> positions to be won are you okay like is what's wrong are you What's not wrong? getting those? No. Oh, well, you will. Go ahead. All right. Okay. Well, with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and talk about um let's talk about the first game. So the 49ers and the Seahawks. 49ers and Seahawks were um, you know, 49ers win the game, Jay. They win the division. Um, you know, and this 49ers team. Um, has played extremely well over the last couple of weeks, man. They have been red hot, uh, and they get a 21 to 13 victory over Brock Seattle. Purdy is looking like Jimmy G and Trey Lance can go see you. 
Yeah, you like you can go somewhere. We we really don't care. I mean, um, he's done exponential in running this offense, and I mean, I'm not gonna take away from the defense because the defense been lights out, hundred yeah. percent. But again, this defense went happy. So, yeah, or healthy. I'm sorry, happy. I seen you smile, and I knew you read. Yeah, it. I, I, I read it. I read it. I'll, I'll but, try to beha- um, I'll try to behave. <laughs> uh, so for me, I just you know. Yeah, I know. I I believe I picked the Seahawks to win because of Geno, but Geno didn't have a bad game. He just didn't have anybody else to help him. Yeah, I I watched that game and they struggled throughout. But the 49ers just played better football uh, overall in that game. Um, Purdy didn't do anything like crazy great. But I tell you who was great. Uh, that's Kittle. And me and you talked uh, fantasy wise on what Kittle has finally. Finally stepped up for you at the wrong time of the season, but uh, you know uh, Kittle is starting to really click. But this, what makes this 49er team dangerous, Jay, is they have special players at each of their skill positions. You got the top, you got a top two when healthy, top two tight end. You got a top five receiver when healthy, and a top five running back when healthy to go along with a great offensive line and a phenomenal defense. That recipe screams Super Bowl. In my opinion, um, but we'll, but we'll see. Brandon uh, Oaki, I believe, is how you say it. Mm-hmm. He is, he's been playing really well. I think he's got you know seven touchdowns this year already. He's been on the field, so yeah. I mean, and there, I don't think Debo played, did he? No, Debo. I don't think Debo played, and Debo's been kind of um, he's still nursing some injury, but I think he'll be back play it before playoff time. So I, just, I don't think that's something you got to worry about. I mean, when they when they get healthy, um, heading into the playoff, dangerous. Like if they're healthy, even with Purdy at quarterback, Purdy has proven himself so far that he can handle things. But I'll throw this scenario before we move on. Let's say the 49ers win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy at quarterback. <laughs> I mean, the 49ers probably one team that doesn't have a real quarterback problem when you go look at it. Because I mean, you got three guys capable of starting, if especially if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl. What do you do? I mean, some people eyes you're gonna like. Well, you gotta you gotta go ahead and get Brock. You know, then you're like, wait a minute, but Jimmy G was playing well. You know, then you got Trey Lance, you just spent high draft pick on. I mean, personally, I think you gotta continue with the hot hand, but that's still a a, a sticky slope because is Brock Purdy the long term answer? Let's look at what the commander's problem was. Similar thing, they Mm -hmm. came in with Tyler. Heineke last year, and he almost beat Tampa Bay. Right? Right. And then they go switch your draft pick for Captain Unbroken all the time. And now, who's their starting quarterback? Uh, yes. Yes. And so that's it's just an interesting situation to me. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how that ends up, but nevertheless. Not, my grandpa always used to say this both my grandpas would say this if it ain't broken don't fix it so yeah that's that's what a dilemma comes i got a strong feeling though if even if that did happen i feel like they would go with somebody i mean you else. got you got you got to keep lance because you you, you spent the money on him yeah but garoppolo when you paid him a lot of the money you didn't know you were going to get lance right so um i'm just I would maybe have your team vote on it. Who gives it? I mean, obviously, yeah. 
You said have the team vote on it. It's like paper, rock, scissors tournament. See who goes and gets it from there. But we'll see. But the 49ers are 10 and 4 and cruising. Now, Seattle's in a little bit of trouble. They're 7 and 7, but they're not out of the playoff picture just yet. There's going to be a battle towards the end because there's about, I don't know, four or five teams. I think the Lions, the Seahawks, the Packers. The NFC um, is a fuck show. It's crazy. Um, those, those teams, including the Commanders and the Giants, are all still in the mix for the wild card spot. Dallas has kind of got their solidified. Um, they haven't clinched the playoff berth yet, but they should here in the next couple of weeks. So uh, it'll be fun to see how that ends up. Now, next one, we got Colts and Vikings. Uh, Colts win. No, I lie. Colts lose a, a game that they were up 33 to nothing, Jay. They were up 33 to nothing in this contest. And now, they I've just they gave it away. Because, you know, my my – it was on. I picked my father-in-law's team, the Vikings, to win, and he always don't pick them because they lose. And so I got home. It's halftime, and I saw the score, and I felt bad because I, I you didn't. Know, well, I know what. You <laughs> and then I didn't. I watched the buffoonery of what we would call Jeff Saturday's coaching career. I don't, I don't even know what going. was going on, man. <laughs> and, crazy. I mean, that defense was doing just dumb things. That offense couldn't score with a blind hooker. <laughs> and, I mean, the Vikings, uh, their their defense started doing stuff. It's great to see Hunter back healthy, doing his thing. And, you know, Zadarius Smith wasn't 100% playing. I mean, so to see what they were doing at secondary, they had a people stuff. If if Kirk Cousins doesn't let his ego take over, they're going to be dangerous, man. I'm not sorry. I, I, but I agree with you. I mean, you look at the team as a whole, there's no reason why Minnesota um, defense is decent. You know, you got another another team that has, you know, good skill position players. You know, mm-hmm. Hawkinson, top five tight end. You know, J- Justin Jefferson, top five receiver. Dalvin Cook, when healthy, top five running back. Uh, and Kirk Cousins, when he's on, he's on. They're dangerous if they want to be. But um, but KJ, KJ Osborne was their best receiver last week. Okay, that's their third string receiver. Right. Adam Thielen's still there. And then, you know, like you said, Hawkinson, that's a big target. He has never had in a tight end. Yeah, and Hawkinson is still trying to get his footing there. He did score a touchdown, I believe, in the game, but he he's still he's still getting his foot in there. So, look, Minnesota's is good, uh, um, and I, I'm not going to take anything away from it as did much as hurt? I dislike him. Did oh, it hurt. hurt! Oh man, it hurts to say it out loud. Man, that thing is painful. Um, as <laughs> like bumping your knee. You know how you hit your toe on the end of the bed. Saying that the Vikings are a good oh. football team is the same thing. It hurts. It hurts a lot. You, so. you said that, and I was like, you, you're learning three new languages. <laughs> yeah. Slicing, blicing, blocking, blocking. I mean, it, it's bad. It's bad all the way around. But congratulations to him. Biggest comeback in NFL history um, to win that game in overtime. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about Jeff Saturday later. But, man, well, tough, tough loss for the Colts. Everybody's talking, well, they didn't have Jonathan Taylor. Well, but they still had this same damn line, and I mean, I'm looking. I think what three three fumbles. Right. They only it says they only lost one, but then Matt Ryan's the one that gets benched. Yeah, 
I, you know, the Matt, I think that's just, I think Matt Ryan got benched just because of his history. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, because if don't. you, it, well, here's my thing. You know, they, they lost that Super Bowl. He is, he is now officially the quarterback for the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history and the greatest call, uh, comeback in regular season history. So he's, only, saying- he's only missing the preseason now. If he can, Go into a preseason game and do that. He will be known as the greatest choke artist Matt in Ryan history. Is, he, he's done after this year. He I feel bad. I feel bad for Matt Ryan because pe- I heard somebody say, and I don't, I don't agree with this at all. They was like, "How was Matt Ryan ever an MVP?" What do you? I don't. I, I thought that was crazy talk. I heard somebody say that, and but I'm like, "Look at the numbers that he put up that year. How can you? Not how can he not be the MVP?" But he, he's always had good seasons. Now, obviously, he's older now. He's almost forty, if not forty. Uh, and playing forty in football, not everybody can be Tom. Tom, you know Tom Brady. Not everybody can be Tom look, Brady. Look at the shit he's pulling this year. Right. So it's just like you know, eventually it catches up with you. But I, I feel really bad for him. But when I heard that, I'm like, come on, guys! Like Super Bowl, the guy, hey, the guy took him to the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan's not forty yet. No, not at all. Uh, he's no, not. he's thirty-seven. Oh, he's thirty-seven. Yeah. Oh, well, still. It's been a little rough for him. Uh, real quick, I want to give Aliko a shout out. Uh, good to uh, see you, brother. Up, see, he brother? popped in there. So, I hope all is well down there. You know, one of the oh, fellow. Why four. you gotta have that shit? Oh, up there. I'm sorry, I didn't see that. Jay, I wouldn't even put that up there. About that, I didn't even see it. He had it to find some red. He was like, "Look, I need some red immediately." Um, but yeah, so that that's where we stand there. Um, Vikings are 11 and three and cooking. Next matchup we had we had on that Saturday night. Um, you know round of games last week the browns uh defeated the ravens uh 13 to 3 uh you know watson throws off they say he threw for a touchdown in his home debut uh watson is still i had you know yeah they're two and one since watson took over um but it hasn't looked good jay i think you i I feel like this is the preseason for him you know but you know for me i just think watson needs a massage excuse me sir what do you mean? He just seems tense. <laughs> but he doesn't need any massages, man. Oh, look, unless it's his wife or, <laughs> or girlfriend giving him a massage, this man needs no massage whatsoever. Look, look he needs to stay as far away <laughs> from – at this point, he needs to stay as far away from females. He needs to take a couple-year hiatus, man. Like, I I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to lie to you, Jack. I, if, if I was in his position <laughs> – <laughs> if I was in his position and which, and which there, one uh, would that be? Uh, well, you know which one I'm talking about. If I was in his position <laughs> and I had to like worry about I I'd be nervous to talk to women for a while. You know, like you would have to unless it's somebody like I went to high school with and you know, maybe we went no. back, you know. Uh I, I wouldn't no, be doing that. So right at this point, uh it's it becomes the gravy train. Oh, that's probably wrong words, but it, it you know he's he's suspect. You just need to stay away from females. Well, Period. this is my uh, Aliko says the last thing he needs is a massage. Agree a hundred percent, Aliko. He said, and he said he said, not even say the word massage. I wouldn't even say, I would say. I don't need a massage or masseuse or whatever. I just need a body healing specialist. I would have to, you have to, ch- I don't know, man. You can't say massage anymore. Like his, his massage and his name, Watson and massage are always going to be put together forever. Uh, so, you know, 
But with all that being said, they did get wait till we have like three people that do uh pedicures come mm-hmm. out of the woodwork. I started rubbing his feet. Next thing I knew, <laughs> oh god, no, 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 no. The, just... the Ravens, the Ravens are a one-dimensional team, and they don't have the defense that they used to have. They've got the names, uh huh, but um, Jesus, um, <laughs> but Tyler Huntley. Uh-huh. Is not the backup for them. They need well, to find somebody else. I I look at this Ravens team, and Jay, I think we talked about this last week. They're in the exact same spot they were last year, in the playoffs, in the thick of the playoffs. But they haven't went for a two point conversion yet. They have not. I think they're 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 a little bit smarter at least on that front. And they but they better not try it, Jay. I promise y'all, I'm going to let them have it if they do. But they're in the same position they were last year. They were, I think, when Watson got hurt, they were eight and three. This time around, they were nine and three, and and I said Watson, my fault. Lamar Jackson, when Lamar Jackson got hurt last year, and then the Ravens started losing, and what, they lose, they lost themselves right out of the playoffs. What is the key of what you said? Why they lost last year? Lamar Jackson got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. They didn't do anything to address that one thing in the offseason to give a solid backup. Right. Two, if he got hurt, that's all. That's the whole thing. And well, you know, he had some moments. Um, you know, Huntley had some moments last year, but they I don't think it was enough. So here's the thing that offense works perfectly for Lamar. Why? Because Lamar is who he is. And even though I think he would do better in a more pass, a, a, you know, a pass, a more pass happy offense, and that's not what that offense is. Right. I think, you know, if he ever gets into a situation like that, we're gonna we haven't seen the best of what Lamar Jackson can do when he can you know, stay in the pocket, not have to, like, worry about running all the time. They, they, we know that Lamar Jackson can oh, throw. Yeah. He won a Hasman Trophy throwing for, like, three, 4,000 yards in a, in a season. The guys can play. The problem is, in this offense, there's times he has to break down and run. He has to take off. That's just the kind of the way the design of that offense, to an extent, but, you know, has to has to go. You, so. But you, you're saying all this, and there's a guy that played in the XFL that has had some su- success in the NFL that is not even starting down in Carolina. He's probably because he's hurt, but PJ Walker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, my thing with, with this is, you know, now I think, and I, I'll ask you this. I mean, and this may be cash and trash. This definitely be cash and trash down the road, but maybe not today, but I mean, Lamar Jackson, do you think he'll be in Baltimore next year? Cause I, I'm starting to think that it's not the case. Um, I, uh, this is the second straight year he's got hurt I, at this part of the season. I watched season. our guy uh, Stephen Atkins' uh, show this weekend when he was doing his stuff, and he talked about that. He says, you know, they they need to pay Lamar. That plain and simple. But they need changes in the coordinators. I agree, I agree with that hundred percent. But I agree with that hundred percent. For me, the one thing that needs changed is you start a head coach. Khaki's got to go. I, I, you know, I think a couple years ago, I definitely would agree with that. You know, I thought, I thought he wasn't going to make it after last year. And I think at the beginning of this year, I remember telling, like, I, I had a feeling that Baltimore would be the team that would surprisingly, like, I think that was my choice on um, put out the fire way much now, ago. And that a team that was going to, you know, surprisingly be bad. Gonna, and they I'm haven't. Crazy, but, but you know, a coach that I would love to see in Baltimore with that talent on the other side of the ball would be Flores. It would be nice. Um I, I I don't know. I think Flores would be a head coach again after this um 
you know, he should be a candidate after this season. Um, he should he, still be in Miami. He should Miami. still be in Miami. But now, you know, it makes Miami almost, I would say, look great, but, you know, they could have kept winning, but now they're struggling a little bit too. All right. But, yeah, but with, with all that being said, I, we'll see. Uh, Baltimore um, loses uh, and the Browns win uh, their sixth game of the year. Next matchup uh, was Bills and Dolphins. And the Bills and the Dolphins game was – Oh boy. Um, it was snowy. It was cold. Uh, the Dolphins had to leave in that contest. Jay, they had a chance. They had a chance to put that thing away, and Buffalo uh was able to to pull away in the end. I mean, it was good football, but for me, um, you know, Tua did well. They're not a very cold weather team by any means. Mm-hmm. But um, let's talk about them. Jackass is throwing snowballs at players. Buffalo faithful boy. I swear they're different. <laughs> well, they're just a little bit different. I, when they got to put up a thing saying that you're going to cause the team to get a penalty if you keep doing that on this, the big board. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. I, I'm, I have nothing wrong with the Bills Mafia. They're a very passionate fan group. They, I mean, I've seen them raise money for great people, for great things that they're but they're dedicated. Yeah, almost they are. The point, they're almost they're so dedicated to the point where they might need to be medicated. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> dedicated that they might need to get medicated. Well, I look, it was a big win for them. Um, I really thought the Dolphins were about to sneak this one in Buffalo. Uh, and they did come up to the task because everybody kept asking Tua about, hey, you think you guys will be able to, you know, hang on handle in the snow? They they played well. They they battled and they they just couldn't pull it off. I mean, Buffalo right now sitting at the one seed. Um, and they're they're trying to hold on tight to it. And I'm gonna tell you right now, going through Buffalo, if they get the one seed, it's not gonna uh, be fun. Uh, it's not gonna be fun. The time of the year when the playoffs. Oh are. goodness! I mean, I I saw a temperature. They put they pulled a temperature thing up when the game was going on. Oh no! Actually, I think you said that to me. Somebody somebody said it to me. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was you. So when I saw the temperatures, I'm like negative seven, negative four, negative six, negative one, zero. I'm like, nah, bro. Now you know, imagine. Uh, catching a football from josh allen that's like him throwing a fucking cinder block i about to say that's like a brick it's like throwing a brick at you you over there just trying to protect yourself so you don't lose teeth in the process so uh but buffalo moves on uh 11 and 3 on the season uh miami's holding on tight to the seventh seed in the afc um they you know lost to the chargers a couple weeks ago so that's why they're sitting at seven and not six but it, that the AFC East has been a, a fun to watch this year. Uh, next matchup was Eagles and Bears. Actually, a very competitive game, Jay. Uh, this game was actually tight all the way through. Uh, Justin Fields showed off, you know, once again showing why he's a, a great young talent in the league. And then, you know, Jalen Hurts, you know, helped Third put a hurt quarterback more. in NFL history to rush for a thousand yards in one season. And he still has a chance to break uh, Lamar's record. I think it's well, him, Lamar, and um, Michael Vick. Vick. Yep. Yeah. Well, and uh, Kyle Long tweeted, I would come out of retirement to block for this man. That's saying a lot. That's definitely saying a lot. I mean, absolutely. Uh, uh, people talk about his leadership. Uh, they feed off his energy and his pep. I mean, I'm – just glad to see Ohio State quarterback playing well. Well, see, that's the thing. You know, I the only thing that I worry about with him is I just don't – they've got to find a way 
to not be so feels like oriented, if that makes sense. Like I'm worried about him physically. Running? Uh, oh yes. I, I'm worried about him physically, man. Like, you know, even he, with Jalen Hurts, same thing. He's hurt with a shoulder injury right now. So it's like you, these guys run a lot and which helps the team. But I just I really worry about them protecting them. You know, you know obviously Hurts got more people. A, though. A, a little bit bigger than uh, what Lamar is. But that was our concern with Lamar when he first came in, too. Because, right. you know, if there's no but he don't have a number one or a number two, sometimes, uh, you know, somebody will catch a cold or uh, Cole Kemet will be open. Right. Besides that, you look, they got your St. Brown, but it's not Amon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they definitely need to invest in a wide receiver that they know will be good. Yeah. Uh, or two or three. <laughs> And and I would also say they I they need to make sure that line is secure. They need oh, a yes. line. They need Absolutely. they need to build a line around that young man. Because I mean, to be honest with you, some of the receivers they have are not terrible. The problem is he's always having to run. Like, I've seen so many plays break down where he's had to like do backyard football just to make things happen. The kid is dynamic, man, and he's one of those players that I want to see well, just not against Green Bay. <laughs> That's I it. I, I, I was I, waiting I, for that. Bro. Yeah, you already knew that was coming. That's how I felt about Teddy Bridgewater a couple years back, and I feel the same way about him. I just want to see him do well. It's not against Green Bay, but I'm, with all I'm that being said, they're definitely they tried to do something with the line, but I think the Alex Leatherwood is there. They they still need they still need some help. <laughs> they 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 they've got to do something to protect that man. He Jesus deserve this. fix it. Please, Lord, fix it, Jesus. <laughs> like you Next. said, you would. Next one, we've got uh, the Saints beating the Falcons. Um, uh, a battle of two teams trying to stay in the mix in the um, in the NFC. The Falcons missed out on a big opportunity to to inch a little bit closer to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, in this game, and in the, the Saints have put themselves in position to somehow win this division. It sounds weird to say it out loud, Jay. It sounds a little well, weird to say it out loud. They they bench uh, Mariota, yeah, for Ryder, which I was excited. Mm -hmm. to see him get a chance but apparently you know the time that he's been on the bench behind Mariota he hasn't studied a damn thing yeah it was hard to watch a little he bit. didn't even break 100 yards passing on almost 30 passes no I think some of that is Arthur Smith still not having faith in his quarterback position yet you know yeah. Um, because that's I think that's what happened to Mariota these last couple of weeks. You watched the beginning, I think he he was a little bit more open to having Mariota throw the football those last couple of weeks. It felt like they were reserved, like he was reserving yep. him. Like but, when they when they played in Washington, it just looked where's yeah, the offense? Uh, you draft Drake London, uh, you have the talent Cordell was back. Uh, I mean, he's having an off year compared to what he was last year. Last year, he was that offense, plain and simple. Right. They're not running the same things. Um, you know, it just you, – you draft a guy, you give him a chance, and then he get – I mean, yes, he's a man, but he's still a child because we – us men, we know this. We develop slower than the other side of the – but, um, you know – I'm not saying sugarcoat it, but come on, give them some help. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting for the Falcons. I really thought they were going to do something special um, this year, or at least really compete. But somehow, some way, they're still competing in this division. They're only a game back 
uh, in the in the NFC South. Well, when you make the ginger belly look like he's the greatest quarterback, I mean, that's saying a lot. Yeah, but- they won't. They won't even put Jameis back in, which I'm still kind of surprised they wouldn't. They won't even attempt to put him back in. I don't know I, what happened with that situation, but that's I that's saw a whole. thing that. Uh, one of his teammates, one of the best linebackers in the league that gets overlooked, Demario Davis, told him, bro, I think your braid's too damn tight. <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. That's funny shit. That's I not good. Care. Oh, man, that's not good. Next one, uh, Lions <laughs> and Jets, very competitive matchup, but the Detroit Lions continue to find ways to win. The Detroit Lions are 6-1 in in their last seven games after starting one and six they're doing a little bit of a miami dolphins reversal from last year but this time the lions are in striking distance of the playoffs um you know they've got a chance they've got a chance to make the playoffs if they can keep winning and they got a very winnable game this week i believe and i don't give me the lion um touche uh don't give me the lion about the lions but they take on the panthers this week something that would definitely help your cause out uh, if the Lions can win that game in Carolina, they're going to be eight and seven. They're going to be eight and seven and, and in a good spot because you know why? The Commanders take on the 49ers this week. And then the Giants take on the Vikings this week. So teams could and then the Chiefs take on the Seahawks. So three teams that are in that mix that are ahead of them could all lose this week. And they could win and put themselves right back in position. So it's it's a beautiful thing to see from the Lions. Now. You and I both probably feel the same, but let's say they go two and two and they don't make the playoffs. Dan mm-hmm. Campbell still has got to be coach of the year. He's got to be, man. I, I love what I see. I love Dan Campbell, man. And that, I, I, it's, it's hard to dislike that guy. It's hard. Oh, to dislike absolutely. That guy. And, you know, uh, his OC Peterson, he's going to be a head coach next year. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, they need to pay him a lot to keep him because, you know, golf is looking comfortable. They've got three wide receivers. They got a plethora of running backs that are look good, yep. and they got defensive players coming out of the sixth round looking like they could yeah. be. Yeah, and their defense struggled at the beginning part. So, they're, like ranking wise, their defense is bad, but it's been playing a lot better lately. Um, mm-hmm. And so, for the Lions, a team that's averaging thirty points a game, that's something that doesn't even sound. That's that's crazy too, but the Lions have played good football this year. They they played well even in the games they lost. If you go back and look at some of the games they played, the Eagles being one of the ones that stick out, like they were in mm-hmm. that game. They were in that game. They played Minnesota uh, the first time this year, and they should have won that one. And then they gave that one away. Uh, so it's just like, you know, you look at this Lions team and say, well, well, um, the what can they do? Game and the, yeah, I mean, damn, the Dolphins they barely won by four. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Like the Lions have been in a lot of games. They should already probably be in playoff. We should be talking about, oh, they're the fifth or the sixth seed right now. But hey, Did you know, see progress. Sauce Gardner talking crap. They, they didn't throw one. Well, why would they? They know I wouldn't. Good. I wouldn't. Why? You write it in the. I'm not. I'm, I'm an offensive coordinator. I'm not throwing to one of the best young receivers. In, I mean, cornerbacks in football. I'm gonna throw to the other guy that's trash. You know, I'm gonna go throw right. to him. That's I mean, what I'm gonna do by all means, or maybe not trash, but maybe not as good as you. But then, that's my you know, White got hurt, so we'll see Wilson again. Yep. I think I, they I, need to hire Jennifer Coolidge to sit over on the sidelines. So yeah, that's hilarious. Look, you know it's funny. <laughs> I I thought about it because you know we had just talked about if you know Zach Wilson would even you know <laughs> yeah. even get a chance to you know his career over. Well, he's getting a second chance right now. To prove that that that's not the case, and it looked really 
bad at times last week, but they were still in the game. This is his second chance against a hot Jacksonville Jaguars team. So we'll I, see. I, I mean, I think the Jags going to light them up. The, the Jags are phenomenal. Like they're clicking on all cylinders. They're looking good. Um, and one of Wilson's own teammates come out and just straight up said, the guy sucks. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like it's, it's a bad deal. Um, but you know, they got, they got a big game tomorrow. We'll see if they figure it out. Uh, next one, uh, we had was Steelers and Panthers Pittsburgh wins, uh, 24 to 16 Panthers had a chance to, if they won, yeah. if they won, they would have been in the division league, but they didn't. Uh, next one, we'll talk about Jaguars and Cowboys. We, our own, um, Christina Rolo was down there for, uh, the network. Great it, shots, great oh comment. man, it was, it was, we want to thank Jacksonville for giving us the opportunity. This is the second NFL team that has allowed legacy maker in the door. So, you know, um, yeah, thank you for that. Uh, you know, tough week for the Desperados, man. Like they, they were up what 27 to 10, you know, and then cap it, you know, cap. Uh, oh, the words that came through my living room were great. Was it bad? It was, was it bad? Uh, Oh, I had to be because I was watching the game and I was like, oh, oh, I'm, you, kept, I'm kept, kept, you kept getting dirty looks. I didn't say the name. I just as soon as I saw that pick six go the other way, I was like, man, it was it, it was definitely a crazy, uh, crazy game. But, you know, um, I, I this is not a huge, uh, huge setback for the Desperados. It does hurt them this week, though, because. They they could have won, and you know, with them playing they, the Eagles, it could have got them a little bit closer, um, you know, to, to the Eagles. division title. But now, it, the Eagles win one game, they're locked. They they they. I mean, pretty much the legal the Eagles would have to lose their next three, and and the uh, Desperados would have to win out. I don't well, see that happening. So. I read that you know, right now, Hurts won't be playing. Yeah, and there was there was some fans giving trash because uh, Gardner. Minshew won't be there for Thursday's walkthrough. Yeah. For the game because he's going to be at Mike Leach's funeral. Well, uh, now, he's, kudos. He's, yeah, he's got to be there the, for that. Exactly. To the Eagles management understanding what, you know, you got to do, you celebration, do that. But I mean, Minshew's Minshew. I'm not worried about it. But yeah. You know, like last year, people wanted him to, to start after his little, you know, when Hurts got hurt last year. And Minshew came in and played. He played well. And so, you know, all you're going to hear, and I can already hear it now, if he plays well and they beat the Desperados, you can already hear it. Oh, man, he should be starting anyway. Even though Hurts is having an MVP season, this is what you'll hear post-Saturday oh, yeah. um, night. So just, just be prepared for it. Uh, but, um, you know, Jaguars win a tough one against Dallas in overtime. The Chiefs beat the Texans in another overtime match. The Chiefs were able to escape with that one, Jay. Crazy, crazy game. But you know, you know what though? They played the Desperados great last week, man. They gave they gave that Cowboys team everything they can handle last week. And um, they they did the same thing again. See, that's that's what makes me, you know, that they they've never given up this year, despite the one 12 and one record. If you look, go back and look at a couple of their games, they fought hard in a couple of in a lot of those games. They just they just weren't. They just weren't more talented than the other team. They had they were they were out coached, you four know. Four players, um, on the Texans that had ten or double digit tackles, and you know Jalen Petrie, mm-hmm. the safety there. That list, write that name down. Yeah, 
Um, on he's I think be a, a perennial Pro Bowler, bro. He, he's a, he's a really good player. Uh, I think week two, I had him as a uh, player of the week in week two. I got a lot of grief. Got a little grief for that. It was like you picked a guy on the losing team to be player of the week. The guy had two interceptions. He had like ten, like ten tackles or something like that. So yeah, I, I, just because he I, has a bad week doesn't mean he's not. Yeah, I mean, just because just because the rest of the team wasn't playing, he was out there showing up. So what what exactly. are we supposed to do with that? Exactly. A game that they probably should have won too. That I think that was the one of the one wins Chicago had got this year. Um, so um, next matchup: Cardinals and Broncos. Broncos and the Ripken. Uh, Colt McCoy Bowl, um, Mark Ripkins <laughs> able to get the win 24 to 15 over the Cardinals. Uh, the Raiders. Oh, we got to talk about this one. Raiders and Patriots. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, man, look, this jank was crazy. All right. So I was, uh, this was, I believe this was a, this might have been a, I think this was, it was a one o'clock game. So I had just gotten the press box. Me and, and Russ had just gotten the press box for the Commanders and um, Giants game last week. So when we got there, I sat down and I cut on, you know, on the tablet. I had red zone on and I turned away for just a minute. And the whole press box says, oh, no. I was like, what is going on? I didn't see it. And then they was like, oh, and everybody, everybody's just like, oh, I can't believe what I just saw. So then they showed a replay and I was like, <laughs> poor Mac, uh, poor Mac Jones, though. Right. Poor Mac. Jones. Well, poor Mac Jones. And, you know, they said Matt Jones and Matt Patricia are going to have to have a meeting. I, I'm sorry. I don't care what size man I am. I do not want to be in a room with Matt Patricia. Don't care. Mm-mm, don't want to. What? Because I'm sorry. But and <laughs> tell me the whole like irony thing of it not only being an ex coach that was coaching against him. But an ex player that got the touchdown. And no, right? It was like a double like shot to the gut for Patriot fans, man. But here's I can, I'm happy about it. What were they thinking? Like, and I look, I love Jacoby Myers. He, you know, Myers is a good player. Um, you know, the, the but old, they weren't fucking thinking. What's the thought process? It's 24-24. Go to overtime. You that that tells me that you have no confidence in your team in overtime because it, it, here's the thing you go ahead you do whatever it takes you go to overtime if you lose in overtime by all means you lose in overtime if they were closer and like let's say they were i don't know at the 40 i because i think they were on the opposite side of the field yeah then i'm like was. all right maybe we give it a shot but even then it's like why are you when did the stanford <laughs> ban the laugh so hard bro when did the stanford ban uh play really started becoming like the be all thing to do oh every God. blue every blue moon a team gets lucky and this thing happens you know it happened a couple years, i think it was at ball state or somebody was playing on well, uh, western uh, michigan or something it, yeah it happens every now and then it was the the dolphins beat the patriots doing that uh-huh. shit too yeah when i mean and it, that's the thing it happens occasionally and it, i mean i guess try but this was bad and poor, like I said, I feel bad for Mac Jones because he got face planted. Remember that? Remember that? Uh, remember when Samuel L. Jackson hosted uh, the ESPYS, and that one time he hosted it, that he was like, "Yeah, man, I needed to go back to my glory." And he was playing little league football to get back in his glory, and he was stiff arming kids. That's exactly what it looked like when Chandler Jones he took his hand and just shoved him into the ground. And I said, "Man, poor Mac Jones. He didn't deserve that, man. I felt bad for him. That's that's Jones on Jones crime." That's what that is. Jones on Jones crime. And it's, it's, it, it shouldn't have happened, Jay. It shouldn't have happened. 
Shame. He, he ain't <laughs> keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, maybe that too. <laughs> Me and Mrs. Jones. Anyway, next one. Uh, Car- <laughs> the Chargers beat the Titans 17-14. to A big win for the Chargers. A much-needed win for the Jaguars because they needed the Titans to lose to stay in the mix in that division. And the Jaguars <laughs> still have a chance. Crazy would it be if the Jags made it. I think they're going. I think they're going to win a division. I I, re- the I really do. Slam that they got in about uh, the one player um, when they were interviewing him and said, "What what's the change here, coaching?" <laughs> Didn't but it's the, the truth. It's the truth. They look like a completely. They got most of the players that they had. They had a couple of guys. Obviously, they signed. They signed Kirk. They signed Ingram. Ingram hasn't had a, a phenomenal year. Kirk's had a pretty solid year. But they they made a couple moves here and there, but nothing crazy. They still have most of the players they had from the team yeah. last year. They just have better coaching. Doug Peterson is a lot better coach than people have given him credit for. You know, you know, he wins the Super Bowl in Philly and they kicked the man out of the town, out of town, which is still mind blowing to me. Uh, they didn't want him there anymore. He goes to Jacksonville. He's got Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence, uh, a quarterback that's that could be Jacksonville quarterback for the next ten years, and he's he's yep. set. He's set as long as they keep growing around him. They're going to be in a good spot. Oh yeah. It looks so, great down there. So yeah, so Chargers with their win move them back into the playoffs and have them at the sixth seed right now. They would take on the um the Bengals if the playoffs started today. So very interesting. Uh speaking of the Bengals, and we'll just skim past this. The Bengals win 34 to 23 over the Buccaneers. Uh Joe Burrow with four touchdowns. Um i you'll say what you want to say, sir. I'm just gonna sit here. You know, everybody's giving bulls crap about this, but when you have the greatest of all time quarterback out on the field and he's like, yeah, I like playing for half. And you go, <laughs> I mean, they're up by two touchdowns at halftime and they end up losing by almost two touchdowns because he wants to throw it to the other team or, oh, look at me slide. Well, you know, one thing I noticed about y'all, y'all don't run the ball as much as y'all used to. Y'all ran the ball a lot more last year and, you know, Fournette, well, you know, and you know, and others, but they don't run the ball as much as they used to. And, you know, Giovanni Bernard, that, that snap play. Yeah. You, you know that, that the snapper and the kicker were the only ones, or the punter knew, were the only ones that knew it was going to happen. Right. Because the punter never moved, the snapper hit Giovanni almost in the damn face with the ball. That's communication. So that goes back to your special teams, mm-hmm. head coach, the whole shebang, because they're not telling the players what's going down. So, it's a tough deal. Tough deal. But, you know, I mean, hey, in the end, still winning the division. <laughs> still got the lead. Still got a playoff spot. <laughs> remember, like, uh, shit, four, three, four years ago, the NFC South was one of the best divisions in football. Yep, and, and then it, it, it's funny because it, I think now, that might this might there might be the only division I've ever seen had losing teams, um, and, make the make like make the playoffs, uh, because winning division. Because remember a couple of years ago, Carolina won the division like seven and nine when Ron Rivera was there, and they mm-hmm. ended up making the playoffs. And it's happening again. This this doesn't happen often. I know. I think the only other time I can remember it happened is when Seattle. One and they were seven and nine. I think it, I think Rams did it once. So it, every couple of years it does happen. Um, that, but I, I, what do you what yeah. are your thoughts on that though? Like, do you think the NFL should? 
you know, cancel that and say, like, you won the division, but you don't get to make the playoffs? Well, no. I think the division is the division. I mean, you Mm got to do that. Even if there's another team that has got 10 wins, give whatever, however you want to say it. For me, it's you you win the division, whoever you're playing against, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I I look at it. Yeah, it's crazy because I look at it and I'll say, well, if – I think that what they should do is if you win the division, you still make the playoffs. But if you don't have a better record, you don't get a home game. You, I mean, I'll say the division at least deserves. Like you. De- I think you deserve. Hey, guess what? I, I win the division a, and a neutral site. Yeah. I mean, oh, that, that that's actually very interesting. They get to pick the neutral site. That would actually make it a little bit intriguing. You'd be like, look. Can't be a home game because you know you don't deserve it technically. Um, mm-hmm. but we'll go ahead and let you have a neutral site, and maybe you'll play uh maybe somewhere near, but not necessarily, or somewhere like you know, in between. In between. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's different, but I like that. Uh l- last two matchups, and we'll go quick because we got to do our predictions, and then we still gotta do catch the trash and get on out of here. Um, we got the Giants and the Commanders. Giants win 20 to 12. Big win for the Giants because they have struggled the last couple of weeks, Jay. And I'm sorry, Ross, but the Giants did not deserve to win that game. The <laughs> refs not. are blind uh, in that Terry McLaurin thing with the ref because he said, am I good? And he said, you see him shake his head, and as soon as they psych- he throws the damn flag. It's the craziest it's thing I've ever that's, – that's disrespectful is what it is. And, and Terry McLaurin had the look on his face after the game like, if I can fight every person in this building right now, I would do it. He was hot, man. Like, oh. you know, I it was. It, I felt bad for him. I have, I felt really every, bad for him. The, I mean, because uh, knowing the man, meeting him, his work ethic speaks to that paycheck that he got, mm-hmm. and you see it on the field every time he wants to leave it on the field. But when something suspect and cheesy like that, right? I mean, come on. That's not like the move that got pulled on me you know, so many years ago. Right. And it's crazy, man. Like, but, you know, looking at it now, um, you know, Giants, big win. This is, this is the worst thing, worst case scenario for the commanders. Yes, they are still the currently the seventh seed, but their schedule coming up is not pretty. But I know worst thing for commanders, but it's, it, if it does what it should and you're a coach and you can turn this, it could make them the most dangerous team. It could. Um, you know, the defense is still playing. The, the defense is going to be great going into the playoffs. So what can, if they get in, what scares me is that as much as I love Haneke, I'm, I'm not sure. Are we going to get a full, can we get a full game of great Haneke? Cause Haneke every game this year, seems like he has to make that one mistake. Uh, my man, um, Felix, you know, Trammell says that he's, he's got to make that one mistake. Uh, and, he, but you got to hope he gets it out of the way early and not late. Oh, because uh, even when uh, he played, they played the Packers. He had that yep. one mistake, and yep. I, I, I could just feel Darrell's look like we're back in it. Yeah, I thought I thought we were all right, and then you know we fell apart. But he played well, so I mean we'll see. I mean if they beat the Forty ers this week, man, I will, I will be blown away if they can beat the Forty ers this week. The humble pie. Yeah, if they beat the 49ers this week, and a lot of people don't expect them to beat San Francisco, including myself, and I'm pretty sure you'd feel the same way. Yeah. But um, if they beat them, then I'll be like, okay, y'all, watch out. Washington beat them when nobody else thought they they could, uh, and it would put them in a really good spot with two games to go. But 
we'll see. Last game, Packers and Rams. Packers moved to six and eight, somehow holding on tightly. I mean, extremely tightly to a playoff or well, playoff chance. They have to win out, and a lot of crazy stuff has to happen. But you know, I look, I'm I'm good either way. I, I told you this earlier, Jay. I don't want to like make the playoffs to play San Francisco and get destroyed. That is not what I want. Um, I will gladly you know, sit and take the 12th or 13th pick of the draft this year. I would like to be higher, but they're, they're trying to win now. So that's probably not going to happen the way I wanted to, but it's all good. Hey, we're winning the division. We're setting the 19th pick. <sighs> yeah, I know. I know, man. I know it's, it's crazy, <sighs> but who, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll figure it out. All right, everybody. <laughs> that is it for the recap. Uh, we're going to break down our predictions, do cash or trash. And, and then we're going to head on out of here. Um, once again, you know, we do appreciate everybody who's been uh, watching the show today. So let's go ahead and get into it, Jay. Let's get our um, let's get our predictions rocking and rolling here. Um, it, it's going to be um, it's going to be fun because it's another it's another good week of uh, football ahead of us. So uh, let's look at some of these games here. And that the, it, that's at the graphic. This out. There it is. It was acting funny on me. Uh, so first matchup obviously is tomorrow. We got Jaguars taking on the Jets, um, in New York or excuse me, in New Jersey. Uh, so who do you got in this one, Jags or Jets? Oh, I'm going Jaguars. Yeah, I'm also going Jags. I I think they're going to get the dub here. Uh, the Jets are still trying to kind of find themselves. And if you're the Jets fans, you should still be proud of the season y'all have had so far. I'm not saying they can't make the playoffs, but it's starting to look a little grim. But I got Jacksonville uh, in that one. Uh, in the next matchup, we got Bills and Bears uh, in Chicago. Uh, is That's a, what, Sunday game? Uh, no, that's no, a, that's Saturday. a Saturday game, yeah. They're doing majority of the games on Saturday. Um, three games on Christmas, and then they got Monday Night Football. I really feel uh, this game is going to get postponed or moved. So, but I'm going Bills. Okay, but I'm going. We got I'm going, that cy- cyclone coming through. Yeah, I got the Bills as well. Um, but the Bills are—they've got to be used to playing in crazy um snow right now. Well, the Bills are probably saying, "Just bring it on already. <laughs> just bring it on already. Bring it on, boys. Just, just take it." Uh, then we got a, a Saints and Browns matchup. The Saints. Um, trying to stick in the division, and the Browns are trying to, you know, climb and get to to five hundred. Who do you got? Browns. I yeah. also have the Browns. I, I I think Deshaun Watson. By the time they play the Commanders next week uh, or on New Year's Day, uh, we may see the Deshaun Watson of old. It may still even take to next year, but we'll see. I got the Browns. Uh, we got the Texans taking on the Titans in Tennessee. <gasps> Every time I pick the Titans, they lose. I don't care if they're playing a good team or a crap team. Um, but I must let's go Titans. Man, I want to pick the Texans because I think they can pull I, it. But I really I, do too. I, but I, I, but I, I'm not going to do that to myself. If they lose, I'll just take the L and I'll be happy for Lovey Smith getting the second win. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Titans in that one. Then we got Chiefs and Seahawks from uh, Kansas City. Chiefs. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Seattle's are picking the wrong time to start losing games, especially when they had that playoff spot locked in. They at one point in the season that you know the Seahawks were uh, leading that division, and now they're scratching on the outside trying to get back in uh, in the playoff hunt. Next, uh, we got the Vikings and the Giants. Well, on that one, that one's uh, just depends on who's there for if the Giants. Um, 
Neil plays and Thibodeau, then I would pick the Giants. But right now I'm going Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to Vikings as well. I don't like um, – I'm, I'm happy that the, for the Giants fans and the Giants uh, players are, you know, getting a, a big win on Sunday night. But like I said, they got this game, the Colts, and then they have the Eagles again. Uh, so it's going to be a, a baby of a tough role for them to get to solidify that playoff spot. Big win last week definitely helped, but we'll see from there. Next, we got the Bengals, hot, probably one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the AFC, taking on the Patriots. Uh, uh, Bengals, I got to. Yeah, I'm going Bengals too. This um, this New England team, oh man, can they bounce back from last week? I think they. Can but I don't see it happening. Eli got, Apple's trash, yeah, by the way. Yeah, well, you know, we'll throw it in there for love purposes. Next one, we got Panthers and Lions from Carolina. Lions. I got the Lions as well. I think we agree on everything. I don't think we split yet. Uh, next one, we got uh Falcons and Ravens. Ooh, crap and crap. Um, let's go. For, <laughs> uh, we'll go Ravens. Yeah, I, this is tough. Because the Ravens played miserable last week, um, and the Falcons didn't look any better. I really, I, I might have to flip a coin. I literally have a penny over here, uh, and I might have to flip a coin on this one. No, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Shit. I'm gonna go with the um, Ravens because at the last couple of times I picked the Falcons, they've done me dirty. So I'm going well, with the Ravens. That's my thing. But now I'm looking because now they're saying possibly Dobbins won't play either. Really. Now? Yeah, man, and he was their workhorse that kept Hunley, you know. I yeah, don't know. That's anyways, good. let's go next. All right, next we got uh 49ers and Commanders from San Francisco. Wow, I want to pick the Commanders, but yeah, 49ers. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with um Brock Purdy and the boys. Uh, we got the Desperados hosting the um Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Minshew more likely starting in this one. Who do you got? Um, God, I mean. I'm going Desperados. I am going Eagles. I think Minshew will do just just great. Um, I, I think they're going to be just fine, even without um, you know Hurts if he doesn't play. But Hurts is still trying to make it happen. I I love Minshew. Uh, don't get me wrong, but there is one guy on the other side of that ball that just I think he is a once in a generation talent, Micah Parsons, man. Yeah. I, I can agree with that, but I, I don't know. It's, it's something. I, I I'm I'm gonna stick with the Eagles though. I even though I think that, you know that Dallas you know could do well and could do good things. I, I even at home, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna stick with Minshew and the boys. I think Minshew and them got it. You know, and plus the Desperado fans would be happy I picked against them. Uh, <laughs> next we got uh the Steelers taking on the Raiders uh from Pittsburgh. Every game that I picked the Raiders they've lost they've lost and every My, game that I've you know too. pick against them they win um I'm going Raiders though uh yeah I'm gonna go Raiders too so Pittsburgh fans you can celebrate hey, uh, <laughs> don't they look dumb now though because they didn't pick up that fifth year option on they look up. they look absolutely stupid because they didn't pick up that fifth year option and if I'm they and if they franchise tag them you know I'm glad they hope get high you know paid high but I hope they don't. I hope he gets a chance to go somewhere that appreciates him because he's really come on this year, man. He's done a really good job. Uh, then we got Dolphins, and then this is – now, that was all the Sunday game – oh, Saturday games. Now, dude, we got three Sunday games. The Packers and the Dolphins play at one. Uh, Rams and Broncos at four. And then uh, Bucks and Cardinals have the late game on Christmas Day. 
First game, Packers and Dolphins from Miami. Who do you have? Ooh, you guys playing in warm weather. Yeah, um, I got the I got the Dolphins, by the way. So but that's I'm actually gonna go with the Packers. Let's hope you're right, sir. <laughs> Let's hope you're right. I, I I'm going with the Dolphins. Um, just off of Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, performances in Florida, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Uh, next one we got Rams and Broncos from LA. Oh, trash or trash? Um, mm. uh, let's go. Let's go with the Broncos. They're they're playing. They came off a win that we didn't think they'd get. So yeah, let's get them. I'm also going with the Broncos. I don't know if Russ will be back this week, but you know, I mean, they 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 like you said, coming off that win, I'm I'm going to go with the Broncos. Uh, Eight o'clock game on on Christmas. We got Cardinals and Bucks. Um, I'm going with Tom Brady and the boys uh, over the Cardinals. Have we heard an update on what happened to Murray? Is he going to be able to play? He's or? done, man. Murray's done. He, I think ACL, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. they okay, have. Then, yeah, yeah I'll, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Yeah, and last but not least, Monday night game: uh, Colts and Chargers from Indianapolis. What a snooze fest! Um, yeah, those last four, those last four games are going to be weird, especially, you know. Packers and Dolphins on on Christmas is probably going to be the most interesting game based off of what the scenario is. But mm-hmm. who really cares about Rams and Broncos? They're both four and and ten. And if this was, if this was at the beginning of the season, obviously people are like, oh man, they looked at this and said this is going to be a great Sunday of of you know <laughs> you got Aaron Rodgers versus Tua, you got Russell Wilson versus Matt Stafford, you got Tom Brady versus Kyler Murray. Well, that's not what you're getting, people. You're getting you know, Mark Ripken Jr. versus uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. And, you know, uh, you get uh, Tom Brady versus Colt McCoy. Uh, and then, you know, you look at the Colts matchup, you're probably, oh, man, we're going to get Matt Ryan versus Herbert. Nope, you're getting Nick Foles taking on Herbert and the crew. So, I don't know, man. I <laughs> Very interesting uh, week. Very interesting week. Uh, I think we're both going Chargers in that Monday night game. Yep. Yeah, we both Funny story, story. Uh, Colt McCoy and Brady get their walkers made at the same place. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. All right, everybody, it's time to wrap this sucker up. Let's finish it off with Cash or Trash. And now it's time for Cash or Trash. All right, Cash or Trash. Let's start off with the first one here. Cash or trash, Justin Verlander will be a good fit for the New York Mets. I got I'm gonna trash it. I love Verlander, but um he should have just hung it up, been done, instead of chasing the money. Uh the only thing that's gonna feel natural about him being in New York is gonna be his wife. That's hilarious. Um <laughs> You know, it's funny when they when they won the World Series and they kept showing his wife. I was like, man, where do I know this lady from? I had to really think about it. It, it was crazy because I knew he was married to her, but for whatever reason, it didn't click. I'm like, why does she look so familiar? Then I said, oh, it all hit at once. I said, why are you letting his wife talk like that? And I said, wait a minute, that's Kate Upton. Okay, all right. I had a moment. I had a whole moment when it happened initially, but you know, hey, kinka Baloba, dude. I'm telling you, you man. Get look, our age. Hey, look, wait, I'm telling you. Let me see your glare. See, look, you see how like there's no glare, so it's not there's, there, there's right? A, but there's but a when, lot of gold there. there. <laughs> Anyways, next isn't that mix? Uh, but I'm gonna um, I don't, I can't remember if I captured the trash. Oh, I'm going to um 
trash it because the, the Mets are getting okie doke. They didn't spend all this money. They tripping. They are tripping. Next yeah. one, cash or trash? Um, cash or trash? Uh, we've got the Detroit Lions. Will they make the playoffs? Cash or trash on the Detroit Lions making the playoffs? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna trash it. I got to because I mean, the the East is doing way too well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna get two, possibly three teams in. To be honest, I don't see your division getting more than one. Nah, and look, if Green so. Bay gets in, I'll be shocked. Um, and Green Bay is not be shocked. Now the Lions have a really good chance the way their schedule is uh, is wound is is winding up here. Obviously, they would have to play the Packers in Week 17. Let's say everything goes right, that could be for a playoff spot. Packers and and Lions from Green Bay. That's so that's we don't know if that's going to happen, but that could be something that we look out for down the road. I'm looking see, out for I, it. I man. see the the glee in your eyes, like. Yee, yee. I don't want to make the playoffs and lose to the 49ers, Jay. I'd rather just wait for the offseason, you know? Uh, but with that being said, I'm going to cash that the Lions make the playoffs, man. And, and this could be me just, you know, my bromance with, with Dan Campbell. I want to see a great coach, seems like an extremely great man. I mean, after watching, you know, uh, inside the training camp or, you know, hard knocks this um, past offseason and watching the type of man that he was, with his players, letting his players coach the um practices and stuff. It's he just has a really good vibe with the team so, and his they, energy is great. They make the playoffs and he wins, you know, coach of the year, whatever. Do you think the Fords fire him because he had a winning season? Uh no, no. I'm st- but you know, they did do that to Jim Carwell. He made the That's playoffs twice. They made the playoffs twice and they fired my guy. And they ain't made the playoffs since. So I mean, I'm still kind of blown by that. That they fired the guy that got him to the playoffs twice. So, and especially for a franchise before then, they made the playoffs what maybe twice in like twenty years or something like that. Yeah, they did something close to what that Mariners did, but whatever. Go ahead. Hey man, that that's unnecessary. That 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 blow wasn't needed at all, man. That that's tough. All right, last one. Catch the trash. Um, (laughs) Jeff Sarah deserves. Jeff Sarita deserves you a really full year to – I had to throw it in there. Jeff Sarita deserves a full year to coach no, the Colts. No, this was trash. that you couldn't think of anything productive to ask. I, I couldn't. And not at the time. And I said, I think this would be a funny one to, you know, kind of go with. I mean, I have nothing against Jeff Saturday. I mean, from what I know, I think Ben Roethlisberger has some against him because I've watched uh, some of their stuff from Pro Bowl <laughs> stuff. About you know, put your finger right there in the brown ring. I'll know when you're ready. What? That's that sounds ridiculous. Oh my sounds god, that sounds ridiculous. bad. I, I mean, he he's probably more than likely you know he's Pro Bowl or what? Um, NF? No, fuck no. I'm Earth also I'm, I'm also going to say back trash. on the pills. Earth, like like I told you last week, the only thing this hiring did was help the Texans hire the coach they wanted to hire the last two years and Josh McNeil. Josh McNeil will be the head coach of the Houston Texans with their brand new quarterback next season. That's all I know. And that's 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 all that this hire did was help the Colts or help the Texans do what they really wanted to do the last two years and hire Josh McNeil. Quick one, one extra one, okay? Okay. Uh, the transfer portal is POS. <laughs> Cash. Cash. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, look, it's I saw something yesterday. They said they offered one of the quarterbacks five million dollars 
two teams. Two teams offering them five million dollars. Uh, what Kentucky? Yeah, five million dollars. Uh, that I, look, we talked about it last week. I'm all good with them making the money. You know, I just but you right. I think a cap should be put in because if that case, college football will never be the same. I mean, it's already not there, but it's it, they need something to like. Okay, you can make this amount of money to help you grow, but I then they would have to find somebody to be a monitor on who is making well, more than that thing. So the way the NILs are, and with the throwing money to try to get players to jump to the transfer portal, mm-hmm. basically what um, you're going to have to do is get the players to sign a contract with the college so they can't transfer. Hmm. Because if they're throwing money like that. Yeah. I mean, it's cause it's almost, it's like crazy. Like I look, I know coaches, you know, will be in a spot and they leave and leave the players hanging. You know, I, I've never had a problem with a player transferring under that circumstance, you know, like, like with Dion left, like just as an example, Dion left, if those players wanted to transfer and be with the coach that they went to school for, because well, let's be mm-hmm. honest with you, players most of the time go to these schools because of the coaches. Can the coach sell the dream of them more likely either getting to the NFL or so on and so on? So I can understand that. If my coach, if I had a coach and they were leaving the goals, I would want to go where my coach is at. I want to go where I'm comfortable at. So I always understood that. But the way this, this money thing is going around right now, shoot, look, hey, college football is going to be out of the game. The game is just not the same. I mean, Absolutely. it is. I mean, I will say as a media person, it is kind of fun to see the you know, oh man, because like, you know, we're we're always all about trades. We're always about trades. We're always about moves. So it's like it's it, that part of it is kind of cool to an extent as a media person, but as a fan, it's like man, this really does take the fun out of college yeah. football and the recruiting. Well, and- Coach Prime's having a problem too because he didn't think before he started doing all his talking and mm-hmm. Prime, a lot of his players don't want to come play in Colorado because it's cold. Yeah, it's <laughs> cold up there. You know, even Travis Hunt. I heard Travis Hunter. You know, everybody's just, oh, it's a guarantee he's going to Colorado. But now I heard that Miami, warm. Um, <laughs> Georgia, U- a lot warmer. U- USC. <laughs> USC, way warmer. And, you know, USC's got the right amount of money to bring them there. That's why they got the top recruiting class in basketball. I think they got they got the number one player in basketball, men's and women, coming to USC. So, that's, that's Anyways, for you. I just anyway, to throw those out. I thought that, that, that was a fun one. <laughs> that I, was knew a fun that, one. I know that last Jeff Saturday was just a damn filler. Oh uh, yeah, we had to we had to throw it in there. Um <laughs> all right, everybody. That's it. Episode 302 here of the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Man, we want to thank y'all all. We are running way past our time, but uh we probably should have been off here, but no, 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 no. It's it's, it's, it's been fault. great. It's not your fault. It's been it's been a but while. Like we we're, anyways, we're well into the almost tomorrow mark, but we would it, like to wish everybody a happy and safe holiday. Yes, yes. Um, and, spend time with your people. If you're feeling ill and you're gonna be around them, mask. Yeah, don't man. Get your people sick. By all means, man. Anybody got time for that? But y'all, y'all definitely. Well, have a Games, merry I'm Christmas, man. You. <laughs> y'all have a merry Christmas. You take good care of yourselves. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Um, And we will uh, be back next week uh, for episode 303. So uh, we'll see you then. We'll have uh, everything ready for week uh, 16 and 17 and uh, bring you some more top stories. I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence, with Mr. Jeremiah Quimbe. Thank y'all all all for tuning in. We will see you all next week.